Hi guys, and welcome back to the podcast. On today's podcast, we're going to talk about the changes that Golf Ireland have made to enter their championships. What is it? What is it all about? Do we agree with it? Are they taking the right steps? Let's find out what it's all about, and let's get into it. Ryan, how are you? Not too bad, Phil. Good, good. You've 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 been busy, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. Well, everyone's given off to me over Instagram that I play too much golf. <laughs> well, so tell us what were you up to over the last few days? Because you were up to some interesting stuff, weren't you? Yeah. Well, yesterday morning, um, Bernard, myself, Gary, and Dave were in Carton House in the Golf Ireland headquarters, looking at Ooh. the new TaylorMade range for twenty twenty three. Very nice. Yeah, Very yeah. Nice. I missed the guys were in for the uh, a couple of months ago, maybe or a month ago, maybe with the new stuff. I missed that, so I got to see it there yesterday. Okay. The new, the new Stealth Two. Uh, did you get to hit it? I didn't hit it yesterday. No, because what we, we had the opportunity to hit it yesterday. Um, after seeing it in the range because of the the up by we were up by the academy, but um. No, my love for golf took over and I went and played nine holes around the Omero course instead. <laughs> but I had it this morning, I had it this morning, but we'll get, it, could, we'll get into that. And uh, you, you you couldn't bring it out in the course, would you know? No, 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 there were just the, the guys, the TaylorMade guys there, so. Okay. Um, and like, it, it, see the way like you, you go, you went into TaylorMade there. Yeah. And it, like, is, is that something that, you do now as a PGA professional, you get to go and see all this sort of stuff and get trained in and yeah, well, it's just it's good. It's good to have a sort of a bit of knowledge when you're selling it because at the end of the day, you need to ring that cash register. Yeah, the more yeah. the more you ring it, the better it is for everyone. Yeah, plus, well, it gives you the knowledge as well. Who's oh, it good yeah, for? Who's yeah. it not good for? Exactly. Well. Yeah, well, it's actually this new one seems to be that it's going to be good for everyone. Whereas I have no problem saying it. I don't think last year's stealth would have been good for for every range of golfer. I certainly didn't get on with it anyway. I, I didn't get on with it either. And I think uh, on the TSR video online, yeah. I think that was really, that really showed. It was the first... Um, um, like I used TaylorMade drivers for as long as I can remember until I went into the ping and that was basically by accident I uh, snapped the shaft from my ping going to a tournament and Lucky Junior the he was the ping hardware rep at the time and he was able to give me a ping and I haven't gone sort of left it since but uh, yeah looking at the stealth last year it was just the head shape for me even what did you what did you think of the head shape of the stealth I don't, I don't. I didn't mind the head shape, um, but l- like you, I was a, I was in a tailor made before the ping. Yeah, uh, I was in the burner, real old one, oh, the, the tour no, burner, the, the super fast. <laughs> no, the tour burner. Yeah, 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 yeah. The black super fast <laughs> one, the one that she and yeah. Larry used. Yeah, I have one. Yeah, yeah, I have yeah. one here still. Yeah, yeah. So oh, I was using po- that, and then po- I, possibly the the greatest driver ever made. The one of no adjustability whatsoever. But, oh no, uh, no, no, no. no great driver uh, but I went into the ping G425 um, but one thing I noticed um, because I was originally interested in the sim sim 2 yeah I just couldn't hit that and I don't know why yeah because I missed the the sim so I went from like an M6 or an M5 and I remember yeah yeah, and coming back from COVID 
that time remember when we all had the big break i just could not hit it and then the, sh- the shaft snapped and getting shafts at that time was near on impossible so yeah luckily junior shorted me out and then honestly i couldn't see myself moving away from the ping yeah, the like the ping, the G four two five, just so good. Just they're, they're nearly legendary. So forgiven. Yeah, uh, they're just really reliable drivers. But uh, I, I could never hit the same. But then when I went to the stealth, I could actually hit the stealth. Maybe it was because it was black and it got rid of that white stripe. Yeah, because that really put me off. Because I couldn't hit the R seven or anything. The Y one, remember the pure Y one? Yes, <laughs> I couldn't hit that either. Like. R nine. So, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, was it? R no, you know R11, eleven. R eleven. R eleven was the yeah. first white one, I think. Uh, yeah, I remember the full white one, but uh, I could never hit those uh, for some reason. I just don't know. And you know, sometimes you can't explain it when it clubs behind the ball. You just can't hit it, <laughs> you know. But, I actually uh, love the R11. Yeah, it was it, like, trying to make, make good drivers. They really do. Like, yeah. it's just sometimes they're not for you. Like, good story about an R11, it. actually. I was caddying for a uh, Irish PGA Pro. We qualified for Wentworth Barry Trainer the BMW championship so I, I he asked me to go over and caddy so we went over and caddy yeah. Yeah. So yeah. straight into the TaylorMade Turban he was a TaylorMade player like maybe two drivers you know loading up on the on the Turban as you any any anyone would and uh, takes a couple of drivers out to play the practice rounds sort of yeah I'll go with this one and he's leaving the other one back into the Turban so I'm sort of thinking here wonder could I chance getting the driver yeah yeah so i says to barry say to the boys there you know ryan likes that so he goes in and he's you know chatting and uh your man says yeah absolutely no problem give that to ryan does he want some shafts and i swear <laughs> i was sort of thinking this is too good to be true he's yeah. and then they said the two the guys in the turban says like when you hand us that back with t marks and it all we're doing with that is putting it in the crusher they're just going to crush it because no he says no other pro will want to hit a hit a head that someone else hit Really? Yeah. Yeah. They were just going to crush it. It brand new. It's mad, isn't it? Mad, they wouldn't give it? it to you to keep, like. Oh, they give me it. Yeah, I got it, and yeah. I came home with it and like three or four shafts. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. So just get yourself into a turban <laughs> if you can. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. So you you got to learn out about the new style too. Yeah, it was great. Garth Boyd, the uh, tailor made, the sort of main man there. Him and John Caulfield and Frank were giving it. Garth gave our presentation, but you talk about a man that knows his job. Garth Boyd knows tailor made inside out. Yeah, my, do you know my dad when I was growing up used to sell tailor made products? Did he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Remember when the bubble bubble burners were? In? Oh yes, I remember yeah, those. Yeah, that sort yeah. of sort of just when I was coming on the scene, I remember always wanting that that tailor made yeah. with the the bubble shaft. Yeah, it got tuner up by the grip and yeah. the kind of copper head. Yes, yeah, yeah. yes. Yeah, they were tiny as well. Yeah, but just just um, <laughs> looking at the the presentation yesterday, they started with the stealth, the two, the plus driver, and um, it's now what is it? It's now seventy five percent more carbon than the original stealth. So it's actually more the heads actually made with more carbon than it is titanium. It's crazy, isn't, isn't it? it? And the face. So I hope you've seen the, that with a, a lot of yeah, manufacturers. Yeah, a lot of sort of going that way. But the face, uh, 
was like a like the, the sleeve of the face was what was it last year 46 grams maybe and they've that face now down to 26 grams so then they can distribute that weight throughout the head uh, Garth actually explained it very well he said the more sort of weight you get behind the face the better he described it as if you, if you were driving a van into a wall okay Come on, I'm listening. Yeah, (laughs) like the force of that van hitting the wall, you can imagine. But if you had 20 ton of bricks in the back of that van, the force would obviously be greater. So that's what they're actually trying to do with the driver, get the force behind, you know, at the back of it, get it launching. Because actually these days, all we've been talking about for the past number of years is trying to reduce you know the spin of the golf ball people trying to get their rev, yeah, their, yeah. their revs down but it's nearly gone the other way now where everyone's trying to like if you play you play with people no one actually spins it too much now do they if you not think really of, no not really. not really that's why you're seeing a lot of like drivers going into 12 degrees you know even the nine heads ten and a half heads with the option then of the the sleeve do you know the way we can move the sleeves now yeah very you easily know, like that's a very good point up, yeah yeah that's a very good point because now i'm actually just well as i'm thinking there i'm seeing more balls nowadays kind of knuckle out knuckle of the in. air exactly because the ball from the new from ball guys who don't have speed. the correct loft or yeah. Speed or speed for the loft, yeah, you know, and shaft as well is so important. Like we should be swinging the lightest shaft we can control. Yeah, and you can just and swing then, it faster. Yeah, like it, it, my new TSR that I have, TSR like two, three, three, yeah, three, three, three. yeah. Um, I that's actually the shaft is shorter than yeah. a regular well, driver I, shaft. I've, I've played a shorter shaft as long as I can, I can remember. But that's a, that's an interesting one. Bernard does that as well. And yeah. when I was getting when the tireless guy was fitting me, uh, Bernard said, "Like, why don't you try try him in a a, a a shorter shaft? Like a forty. So a standard driver shaft comes in at about a forty six. So I think I'm at forty five. Forty. Or something. No, for that not it wouldn't be a full inch. You're probably in like forty five and a half or forty five. Seven five or something. You could probably check on the computer. And I work. could, yeah. But it's amazing. But it's, isn't it amazing, Phil? If uh, the, the, if I hand you a driver at a quarter of an inch, that you can actually feel it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, one thing I didn't. It wasn't that I felt it. What happened was I was instantly able to hit the center of the face more often exactly which, in, which increased my ball speed exactly and pe- people say but you're swinging it slower yeah but it, i'm hitting the center of the club face more often so yeah. therefore i've more ball speed i was getting more carry uh, but yet it was more controlled and it was like yeah like you find you find the days like they're where you're swinging it easy and next thing these things are just flying off the face and then maybe if you sort yeah. of you go at one a bit it's like it doesn't make sense to be going like the the technology these days if you hit that thing out of the middle maybe like five it six miles yeah five six mile an hour slower than what you can at full speed yeah. it actually probably does go further well one thing that you and like we've obviously reached the legal limits of what the head can nearly give off yeah but now they're, they're going backwards now well, they, they're trying to fine-tune that, I think. Yeah, well, like, you like think we, this new Callaway, the Paradigm, Paradigm? Like the, oh, yeah, the tri- Paradigm. The, the triple diamond head's like 420cc. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's also yeah. something they're doing across the board, like even the new, like sort of, so the TSRs came out, the new Stealth uh, 2s are out, the Ping G430s are sort of the, the Pinnacle, the Callaway, and then you've got those sort of ones that are always floating in that that bubble, the the Cobra Aerojet, and then the new Shrixons look, look lovely, ZX5, ZX7. I think it's hard to get a bad driver these days. It's what one suits you as a player. You know, they all offer similar stuff, yeah, but, but it's, sli- just a, it's slightly a, different. It's just a great idea. Like, we're getting most of the stuff in now into the studio. Like, people, mm. like I'm sure you can put a link there below and people can come in and try them all and try them even with different golf balls, different shafts, yeah. different lengths. Yeah, the length, the length is such a thing that... It, yeah, like, like you, will, would, you will swing a longer driver faster. It's yeah, fact. Yeah, you the will. longer something is, the, the faster that head's going to move. But you're not going to hit it out of the middle all the time. Yeah, and that's that's the key. Isn't that is it? key. And ball you know, speed, like, ball speed. It's all about ball speed. It is, and then like, um, yeah, like the way I always see it is, club head speed is potential energy. Yeah, it, it's only the potential, but like how you hit the ball is realized energy. So if you're not, if you have loads of potential energy, but you're hitting it out of the heel. Mm-hmm. You know, your realized energy is quite low then. But that's what these these um you these know. news drivers have been reading up and them are trying to do. We're calling it a spin window now. So yeah, the whole way yeah. across that driver face. Like none of us yeah, like I'm sure. looking, I was hitting balls in the range this morning and like I'm looking down, you can see the recent strike marks, you know, they're relatively centered, but they're not all centered. So what yeah. they're doing now, like if you think if you hit a ball out of the toe, it sort of dips and dives with a very little spin, then you hit it out of the heel. It sort of spins up, maybe goes too high. So now what they're doing with these new drivers is trying to reduce that spin the whole way across yeah, the face. by tin in the face. Yeah, because they know, um, like the everyday golfer, even you, I, all of us, none of us hit it out of the middle like the pros do all the time. No. Nah, so nah. they're trying to, like, if you think, I think I was reading the Callaway stuff, even the uh, the new Stealth is trying to do it. Oh, what did they, what did the Stealth guys call it? Oh, I was laughing. Um, Forgiveness. Forgiveness. Well done, yeah. Phil. <laughs> I was wondering what, and then I was like, oh, that, 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 that stupid yeah, bloody thing. It's like, it's like Ping have this spinsistency. Spinsistency, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's like, oh, here, lads. And the, the new Pings, now the Ping, the G. Words like the, that just make it seem like a cheap QVC <laughs> ad that you turn on at four in the morning. It's, it'll sell, though. It'll sell. It'll sell. Like the, the, uh, yeah. like the new Ping, the uh, obviously the, the, the LST, the low spin technology, the, the normal Max that I use in the G430, and then we'll have the SFT, straight flight technology yeah you know yeah. it's like who these these guys getting paid millions to sit in the in the rooms and they're coming up with stuff like that but <laughs> it's the simple stuff that sells isn't it it really is but like it, it's amazing when like coming from the a time where there were tiny driver heads yeah um pro v1s weren't even around well, I think from the quiz, what year did we come out? 2001? 2001, yeah. Go on, why is the Pro V1 called the Pro V1? Uh, because it was the prototype version one. 
It was their. Do you remember the original? It was the, the core. Just something about the core. <laughs> you're getting the hard. You're, you're getting there. Do the hardcore. Hardcore ball. with the urethane with the, cover. With the veneer cover. Yes, that's it. So it was the professional. <laughs> I knew I knew it. Do you remember the the professional ninety, the professional hundred? So it was the professional veneer. Uh, yeah. Number that was one. It. Pro V. That was it. Yeah. That was it. I knew. Well, like, you, I knew you knew that. <laughs> that should have been a, well, was, that should have been one of the quiz questions on Friday. Yeah, but it, was, it was a it was a big um, it was a big deal at the time. But like you know, I'm reading reading their book at the minute, and McDowell, uh, Graham McDowell's talking about it, and they're talking about remember Tiger was so dominant in the early two thousands. Yeah, he was in the ball. He was in the night ball. Yeah, like the um, with the with the Serlin and the absolute. He he was out of the wine ball before everyone else and it, McDowell reckons that's why well that could be one reason like mm. it could be one reason and he was really 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 good do you do you not remember those wound balls we used to cut them open in the shed and all the bands would come yeah, off but like, yeah um, like how much spin was on the ball back then was crazy yeah see back then it was about taking spin off it yeah, you like you could spin a ball off the green quite easily, like you yeah. know, and like and do you remember like the but drivers the, back then? They were so small, but like do you remember? That, like, yeah, they were tiny. Sorry, I'm interrupting, but yeah, I was just thinking yeah. there when you were saying about the spin. Like, do you remember watching like the likes of Phil Mickelson on TV, and he had to hit, hit this wide shot in maybe to the back of the green, and the thing would actually bounce <laughs> and rip back. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It was it was totally different, like and oh. then. Just like, like I, I just love seeing like Ian Woos or something with a really long iron in his hand, just wallop one of these, like because they were just tiny clubs and everything like that. But like Greg Norman, absolutely launching these drivers, like Some, with these yeah. tiny little heads, yeah, you know. And you knew, remember you knew him. a good golfer mm. when he had a one wood in the bag because <laughs> he <laughs> he was able to hit it, <laughs> you know. But anyway. I digress. So yeah. you um, you also played poor Marnock today, didn't you? Yeah, well, actually, I played. Oh, there was just I'll do a quick. I'll just actually say how good Carton House was yesterday. Oh yes, yeah, actually. Um, so I always loved the O'Meara because I won a couple of Barton Shields around there. I'd always good memories of it, and I hadn't been hadn't played the O'Meara in about oh, must be five or six years. I wanted to play the back nine because that's like the the more signature holes but we'll get out in the front and I mean I walked onto that first green uh, and the, it was like something you would play in mid-July it was that good okay yeah yeah I couldn't believe it so everyone get yourselves to Carton if, you're, if your course is closed because I, ha- I haven't played the Amir yeah we will you'd enjoy it it's it's like the back sort of sort of from 12 to 17 is an excellent stretch of golf holes Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, completely different than the Monte. Really, yeah? Yeah. Is it more parklandy or Yeah, a lot more parklandy. Um green complexes are, are very good. A lot of little runoffs. Um, is it different grass? Could be. Something we'll look into. Because the the grass on the Monte is very lynx style grass. Yeah, so it must be a different grass. With a poana or something, could be a poana. No, I know grasses from the quiz last week. No, I know. <laughs> I remember, yeah, centipede wasn't one anyway. I knew that. Um, so you played Pormanic today, yeah, Pormanic Gold. How, 
How'd that go? Windy and wet. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. Was it a tough going? Oh yeah, like oh, stayed with the sister in Dublin last night and woke to sort of overlooking Bull Island she's just in Sandy right there and the sun was just shining and I says yes the weather forecast was wrong and just we got to got to Port Mornick by 10 into the driving range like class driving range hit balls for an hour in for coffee the sun sort of still floating about and then we got maybe two holes in and the heavens opened and I mean oh. it was blowing 40 there was definitely okay. I, I think everyone always over exaggerates the wind when they're playing golf but I I don't remember playing a wind like that in a long, long yeah, time it makes it makes it makes such a difference to your golf game oh, and I was, your enjoyment I, of it listen I enjoyed every moment of it it was actually great crack like maybe 10 years ago I'd have been complaining going on oh, this game and all this but <laughs> my, my mentality's changed over the years I was playing Port Marnock on a on a on a Wednesday, you know what what could be better? Yeah, very true, um, very true. But yeah, I can't remember. How did you play in the wind? Actually, uh, I remember walking up one hole and sort of saying to myself, I said in a pod the other day that I actually like the like playing in wind now. But <laughs> do you want to know what a shot? Yeah, do yeah. That was the next question. I was just about to ask. I'll be a hundred percent honest, right? So with Port Marnock, okay. Port Marnock's uh, tough on a good day. So just remember that. Okay. Course rating seventy seven. <laughs> I hate that. Go on. <laughs> add add forty by Norwinds and rain. Okay. Go. Five over. Fuck, Phil. That was five over after four. Really? <laughs> yeah. What the hell? Are you all right? I, I, are you not getting what I'm saying here? I, I am. I am. But uh, I, I, well, I lost three balls. Um, eighty-four. Eighty-four. Yeah. And wow. Here, and actually, I come off the course and Bernard said, uh, "Yeah, you, you played well." And I was like, "Yeah, I played well. <laughs> played well for eighty-four. <laughs> so, oh man, like uh, now I know conditions must have been tough. Oh, like I mean. Shocking, shock! I made one birdie up one of the par fives. It was like five fifty into the wind. Hammered a driver, hammered a three wood into a pop bunker. Got an eight iron at it, and then hold it from fifty yards. <laughs> Did you? Yeah, yeah. It's only birdie you nice. made. Birdie, <laughs> made a class birdie then on the par five. Um, on the front nine, it's like five eighty. Got the sort of win with him. He's the TSR. He had the TSR. Yeah, three today. Hammered one, then hammered a rescue to the front and had a lovely pitch. He's loving this. I'm loving it too. This James Ridyard pitching action. I was just saying to him today, if I had known this this action 15 years ago, I actually might have been okay at this game. (laughs) (laughs) And that was a coach you had come to Nice, wasn't it? Yeah. Short game coach. Short game coach. Oh, first class. Very good. Oh, so uh, poor Marnock was enjoyable and you shot a good 84 even though the conditions were poor a good 84 but, uh, yeah good yeah, good yeah, yeah. did you get to see the news from Golf Ireland I sort of Chris sent me it there and I was on the way home on the train and I sort of says oh we must have a look at this do you think it's do you think it's a coincidence that we done a podcast on it and now this is released <laughs> uh, well yeah those guys, I don't, those, I don't know. I tell you, see those guys at Golf Ireland, they're always keeping an eye on me over the years. <laughs> yeah, well, you come up with the next big ideas, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, 
I think give us have you got it there in front of you I'll get it up I'll actually uh, I think what this means is Golf Ireland basically they're saying they won't let you into championships if half your scores are in general rounds your handicap no I think but they, not that they won't but they'll review it if half of the scores are, are two in general play or two or more of okay I've got it here I'll read it out the changes to golf I'll read out the main bits the changes mean that the prospective entrants will need to ensure their handicap index is proportionally based on scores achieved in competition not mm. and not to be overly reliant on general play scores no but there's a point here I read the thought sort of counteracted that if a player has more than four general play scores on the record yeah. and where the general play scores are significantly better than those in the competition i.e. more than two shots better on average yeah. your entry will be reviewed by the championship committee yeah yeah it's, a, it's, go- it's, a, it's going in the right direction but but like I, uh, but but there, there is a few. Uh, one thing Golf Ireland are saying by doing that mm-hmm. is they don't trust the handicap system and the players' handicaps aren't appropriate. Well, they can sort simple of... Simple yeah, as. Yeah, simple as. But it's just very simple. Like, in that case, I know we like the like what the system, but it's very easily solved. Just take away casual scores. No, you see, I've got an argument for that. I've got a, I've got a big argument for that. Like... Um, I don't think casual scores are a problem. What are? I I I only I think the slope rating because think of it this way, right? Mm-hmm. Now I'm not being I'm just being honest, brutally honest, right? Yeah. If you take if you take away the slope rating, you'll find who's hitting par, who's hitting under par. You'll find the elite players pretty quick because what will happen is, let's say, if, for instance, me, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, I am in Nace Golf Club. We only have one competition a week that affects your handicap. Yeah. That's 20 weeks of competition for my handicap to change. That's nearly half a year. Unless I go to other places and play play my golf, which is putting a financial burden on the person trying to lower their handicap. But not everyone is in the position like you to do that. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Mm. So it, what, what happens in that scenario is you'll find the players with money will do well and not the good players will do well. Because the good players won't have an opportunity in their clubs to reduce their handicaps well, enough. Mm. But that's just the, Do you understand what I'm yeah, saying? I understand what you're saying, but that's the system I grew up with. That's the system everyone playing golf grew up with. That was golf. That 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 was golf. It was golf, yeah. Being it the, was pro- golf. the appropriate word. But we're, but we're uh, we discussed the other day we want everybody to be competitive and we want uh, golf is this inclusive sport in now where it's get into golf and it's kind of like this. This brings it away from that. This brings it back to a more elitist, closed sport. You know, where money does most of the talking instead of, no, let the good players shine. I I know that Golf Ireland are trying to create the best players possible. Mm -hmm. And they're doing what they can to get it done. 
but I just don't think that this is the move because to me it takes away from like the handicap isn't going to move as quick what's the point in the system then just go back to the old system if you're going to do this yeah I know they're probably looking at the scores maybe shot last year they're probably slightly higher of these maybe guys that weren't going in at it but something Golf Ireland could do would be maybe move to move to parkland courses instead of these links courses like we've played the the north at port rush we've played the east at baltra we've played the west at ross's point we've played the south at lehench now for countless number of years you know all amazing golf yeah. courses and i'm sure there's people out there that love every venue i love every venue but is are these golf courses really um getting this sort of sparring young guys ready ready for, for a pro action like Tom McKibben yeah. Tom McKibben didn't play a senior uh, championship in Ireland I don't think no no I don't nearly I could I'm nearly 100% sure on that like what's what's Tom McKibben going to learn playing in 20 mile an hour winds uh, off back tees flags hanging on the edge of greens he's not doing that he was away playing in America yeah, where it's kind of like Parklandy style. Yeah, but sure, like grinding out, also, grinding out two seventy fours to make a cut, or playing round a tree lined heritage type course. I know they played the close round head for last year it was a bit of a change, but yeah, I think they need they, a, they need a I don't know more. I don't know. I could talk about well, it all day. You could like like um, I do like the fact that Golf Ireland are trying to do something. I think that's more important than anything. Yeah. It shows it shows that they they actually want to produce good players. Of course they do. You know, um, and that's that that to me is great. Like, but there's I think I do think the slope rating is a killer. Okay, because if you're at a course, so if you're at if you're at a course, <laughs> yeah, like the Heritage or like Port Marnock today, Phil. Right, go. I've a, qu- a question for you today. Go on, right? Uh, like, if you can't break seventy five at those courses, you know that way. Yeah. Well, like, so I'm plus like, if I go by my heritage handicap on Port Marnock today, okay? Yes. Uh, so plus four. What do I play off in a competition around there? Handicap wise, I would say scratch. No, plus five. What does a twenty handicapper play off? Probably twenty three, twenty four, twenty seven. Yeah. So the 20 handicapper is getting seven extra shots. Well, you have to give one extra one back. Show me where that makes any sense whatsoever. It doesn't. It doesn't. And that was the whole point of our, does the whole world handicap system. Yeah, but like the more, the more, the more that people have actually talked to me about this pod and stuff. And I say it, I like the system. The more I've nearly swung the other way the other way like the more people have said what about this what about that and I'm thinking Jesus there's a lot more than how we talked about yeah well like I think there is and and the more I've thought about it I've also thought like is Stableford like I don't think the handicap system should be based off uh, Stableford either I think that's completely inappropriate um, and, it, and it does club golfers no good but like the only thing is your handicap is based on Stableford point scores. So that's really not your handicap. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but Th- that's my if, point. If we didn't have Stableford scores, you know, there's people out there say off a, a 10, 
you know that could shoot five over but if they if they were putting in these uh stroke play scores you could be off of 15 you know that's why the stablefords are yeah but that but that's more realistic mm. that's that's what it is like i can't here here here's the thing that gets me like i can go around and I can scratch a couple of holes. And as long as I kind of make up, like I can literally just pick up a ball and not play a hole. And on my handicap, it will tell me I have a double bogey. Yeah. You know, I, like I just, oh no, I just need to take a phone call. I won't play this hole and I'll get a double bogey. Mm-hmm. You know, I've I've had rounds. Arclo, it's on footage that I put three balls out of bounds off the tee. Yeah. Then I went onto the fairway and, you made and a I double. shanked. I shanked my wedge out of bounds. Yeah. I scratched that hole. Mm-hmm. That was about, what, seven or eight shots. That round reduced my handicap. I never finished that hole. But when it comes to stroke play, that can't happen. And how many times have you seen somebody falter and drop so far behind in stroke play because they can't actually keep up with their handicap that Stableford gives them because they're able to scratch holes? Yeah. You know, and that's when it does the club golfer harm. I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because they can't keep up with their... Well, it just shows you, the, you know, when you have your... Like, there's a monthly medal in the Heritage. I think it should be on every course, really. Uh, yeah. It just shows you what... Like, if you, you'll see it next year, looking at the... Although, you know, the Heritage, you, you'll not get 40 points winning too many weeks. Like, But when it comes to the, uh, the stroke play off the Blues... Uh, you can see the scores go up quite significantly. Yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. Like I, I won a medal in Nice last year, and I was, I was, I was leading the stroke play pretty much all year until the last two or three events. But like, I base everything on strokes, you know that way. And I think it's a mentality shift more than anything else. Like just because Stableford is being used in your handicap, mm-hmm. don't don't play it. In your head, place you're always playing strokes. Yeah, well, that, you're playing like against say, that course. Say that score today, that eighty-four, and I'm off plus five. There's probably two or three, four holes there that I actually would have went down as a bogey instead. So that eighty-four yeah. actually probably would have been a seventy-nine in the same for a competition, yeah. which is mad. To <laughs> exactly. Think. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know, and that's the issue. Mm-hmm. You know, if handicaps are based on that, if I have the ability to like hit four shots be stuck in a bunker for four shots and pick up a ball it's and not, then go to the next home. It's not golf. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, and think about it. Just think about how Stableford is created. Yeah, like, we're playing this sort yeah. of like varied version of golf, really, when you think about it, when you're playing. Well, you're playing, you're playing. To me, Stableford is um, like, it, it gives, it gives way for an excuse for bad golf. Like, yeah. You know, it, Pretty much like, you know, you, you talked about, you kind of talked about something like that going, get, being in the mentality of like, I have a shot here is no good. No, I, you know, oh, and that's, I can make a bogey here, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, Stableford brings that into your game. Yeah. You know, that way mm-hmm. where stroke play doesn't. Stroke play says you got to get in the hole in four. You know, that way and then that's it. Like, so I think, I think what Golf Island are trying to do is to make the players that they know they can make in this country and they're they 
they're just trying to make decisions now. What's the best way of going about it? Mm-hmm. They think it's competition because obviously the elite guys, they bring them around the world playing different contests and stuff like that and doing pretty well. Like Liam Nolan just won one. Yeah, um, South American amateur in Ecuador. Yeah. I think Max, so like, Ma- he's, Max Candy came second. So two, yeah. yeah. I think the two, so the we, two yeah. girls finished top twenty as well. So, yeah, and Rob Moran's tied fifth as well. Over I've seen there. that in Australia. There's three guys over. Yeah, yeah. So like flying the flag. What they like, obviously, they want to bring. They're trying to bring the next generation up to that standard. They want them competition ready and everything. It's an exciting time where we are producing golfers again. But yeah. Obviously, something's going wrong that they're seeing in the stats. The figures are showing that like these scratch golfers, these plus handicaps, aren't able to play to these. You know, and the only thing that's really changed is the world handicap system. You know, so they're trying to rectify that. And I say fair play. Should should maybe should. When you get to scratch and you play a competition or any any round, should it always be stroke play? I think it always should be stroke play anyway. Well, yeah, but for those, you know, <laughs> what we're talking about here, what the Golf Ireland guys, like that would be a way of solving it. Yeah, well, would it? I th- I think what they what they I think what what their issue is people are getting scratched too easy without actually shooting par. Well, I remember the first day I got the scratch. Go on. Not a great memory. I just remember. <laughs> I just remember. Oh, yeah. You just you just I just, I just, it just out there. Yeah, I just I just remember. <laughs> okay. But I remember thinking like it took it took me Cheers. it took me so long. Dude. Cheers! You're making me feel good here. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was like here. Listen. It was a nice moment. I remember walking over from the oh, golf yeah, course be, yeah. and getting in the CSS and working it out. Oh, I shot uh, 69 today. I'm off 0.6. That's going to get me cut 0.3. Oh, I'm going to be scratched tomorrow. Wow. Whereas now it's just like every Tom, Dick and Harry scratch now. Yeah, pretty much. But like scratch players back then, like weren't anything to be messed with. Like they were really like good players. In the, like in the old, old system. Yeah. Like I remember the guys around Warren Point telling me, well, I was scratched when the scratch was scratched. Like you, none of your none of your scores towards your handicap could count around your home course. They all had to be all these scores had to be away from home. But they were good players. Oh yeah, but, the, but that's the way they done it back in like the maybe even up to the eighties. I don't know. Can't. can't. Yeah, I remember my gr- my granddad was a scratch golfer and like he was yeah, so no he, joke. Like. Yeah, so he would have had to all his towards his handicap, his scores would have had to come away from home. Yeah, uh, you know it was it was a totally different breed. Like you know, um, but do you like? Do you think what Golf Island is doing is right? Is it? It's probably, it's right. it's probably it's, a, a step. I, I think it's a reaction. But I don't know why they're doing it just for people entering championships. Do it for everyone. It really smells and reeks of like, we don't like this handicap system. It's not producing the players. Well, uh, yeah. And then again, like we're talking about this, but then it's, it's, the, it's, the, it's the guys and the women. I'm not sure the really women are at it too much. It's mainly the guys at the other end of the spectrum too, keeping their handicap high. Like if you're firing in a score, as like more like more than three, four over your handicap and you're getting... Uh, a score differential say of like 
say you play off 10 you're whacking in three or four cards and over score differential of 20 i think that's that that should be flagged and maybe capped at maybe two three higher than your than your handicap just to keep so that these handicaps don't fluctuate so much and say so like, that again so say you know the like we know what's happening so, so I'm always using a 10 handicap I'm just sort of splitting it down the middle there <laughs> those damn yeah. 10 but handicaps say, but say this 10 handicap says oh I'm going to go up to 15 here this is very it's very easily done Phil you know he's going to fire in 4 or 5 scores with a score differential of like 16, 17 okay so he, he'll, he'll have shot 6, 7 worse than his handicap yeah, yeah. you know why can't that just be capped as the 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 worst or sorry the worst score you can put in is like so if you play off 10 the worst you can put in is a is a, tw- a score differential of 12 two worse than your handicap so the max that you're going to really move at any stage is an eighth of that because it's your eight best scores yeah i get i get i get you know what, what i'm saying. trying to say i'm trying yeah i it's, get what it's, you're saying yeah and i hope people out there get what i'm saying because yeah, it, it's, like, it's a complicated it's a very complicated system i know there's still very good players see, I, that don't I, understand I, it which is it's a is a bad I don't, sign i don't think i don't think the system is complicated i think that uh what it relies on is people to be honest well, that's it. But, but let's just call it that as as it is like it's it's black and white and it's basically cheating what, what's going on yeah but like if people yeah but yeah like and here's the here's the here's the here's the question it goes back to the other podcast like if if it is cheating like and you're relying on people to be honest like what like like is me going to the heritage to try and lower my handicap quicker which it did mm-hmm like is that cheating because now I'm using I'm kind of using the slope system or the course rating to lower my handicap well you're honest you'll put in the scores you're not quite you're actually trying to get yeah I know but do you you know what I mean like it's going to speed up by playing on a course that has a higher slope rating it's going to speed up and accelerate the drop of my handicap and also the more you play a difficult golf course it'll bring your game on so it's hard to know here well guess what we'll soon see this time next year <laughs> very true huh? very true it's a, it's an interesting topic like but i like the fact that golf ireland would do it like because i i know they're trying to produce elite players and the best players and they are doing everything in their power to do it it's is this the right move like is this the right move is it going to close the door for really good players who can't afford to go off and play opens in other in other golf courses because if they're in a golf course like I am in Nace they've only got one counting round competition round a week to play there mm-hmm. and that's it you know like so it could be half a year that could the whole season of golf could be your 20 kind of counting rounds for your handicap but that, that's yeah, it I, well if they're playing if they're at low they'll be playing championships yeah but do you know what I mean they have to pay to pay the green fees, pay into all that sort of stuff, and with Less, uh, it's an, e- yeah, with, it's with an, economics as as they are at the moment, mm. um, you know, are Golf Ireland going to produce less good players because of financial uh, barriers, which is something that golf has been trying to get away from? I could think it's been okay the last number of years with those barriers or so called. But do you barriers. know what I mean? Like, I know the point you're making, yeah, but. I don't see it being a hindrance, really. 
No. No. See, I, I, uh, like, for me, I do see it as as a hindrance because that's I do. I just do. That's okay. You're allowed your opinion. You're allowed your opinion. It's wrong, but you're allowed it. (laughs) I don't think it's wrong. I think it's one way of looking at it. Yeah, of course. But like, even I'm thinking. Sorry, but like going off on another tangent here about the world handicap system. Just thinking there. Like the amount of guys that I know that have gone to Spain and tried and input scores and it doesn't work. The amount of guys that, yeah, have, come, that have come over here from Spain, there's guys coming to the pro shop from America. Yeah. And and yeah. and they can't log into the to the scoring system, like. No, so the world handicap system like is this, not a world this handicap world system. Handicap system that's in eighty countries, I think, isn't actually a world yeah. handicap system. Because I can't log onto the app and go to a course in Spain or go to a course in America yeah, like the guys, and kind of start yeah. counting around. The guys were in Spain there a few months ago playing golf and they're trying to input scores, messaging me. It's because I know, probably, yeah. Where do you, how do you do that? I said, I don't know. It should be, I'm presuming the course just appear and it never appears. Yeah. Yeah. So if it is a world handicap system that you can't use across the world, and Golf Ireland aren't allowing it to get into championships. Um, what is what does the new system? What is the new system about to look like? Exactly, uh, it should have embedded itself by now, as we say, and it still hasn't. It just seems to be a topic of debate for everyone. I think, yeah, it is a topic of debate, but like uh, I think moves and the news that. Golf Ireland have put out today really put it into perspective that even the governing body in this country for golf isn't happy with the system and it's not doing what it's meant to be doing. No, you know, and I think that's clear and evident by them making those changes. And if we don't address them, we'll have a lot of plasters on the problem. Yeah, where it could be rectified by other means. But I know. think I don't think that what they've done today is actually the main problem. These like no. like these championships no. that we're talking about. What is there? Maybe four or five guys, maybe more. I don't know. Off handicaps, there shouldn't be. It's the it's the opposite end of the spectrum. That's the problem. It's these guys playing off fives that are now able to play off twelve, and they're now playing in personal teams. You know, five and six shots high, uh, <laughs> handicaps more than than they should be. That's the problem. It's not these couple of guys that are playing in, in Irish championships. Yeah, it is. At least, yeah, they're, at least they're going out and have the bottle to tee it up in an Irish championship. Maybe no yeah. one, that, you know. But it's these guys that are basically cheating, playing off a higher handicap than they should be. That's that's where I see yeah, lies the problem. What, like uh, when you do go out in those championships, like... <laughs> You're, like yeah, the nerves, everyone the can nerves see your scores. Can, yeah. Yeah. Well, the nerves can get to you as well, and you like you might be a scratch golfer, but you might shoot twelve over par because you are just so nervous. Like you well, know, here, it's just the way of the world. Here, I I shot many an eighty in the championships playing off a plus handicap. It's hard. Yeah, I, it's definitely it's definitely not as easy as people think. But there's something going on there that needs to be addressed. And Golf Ireland's making the first steps to try and do that. But guys, we're going to leave it there because we could talk about it all night and go back and forth. And I don't think it would ever, ever end. But uh, let us know how you feel. Let us know what you think. You can 
get into the show notes get our links to Twitter yeah. and Instagram and all that sort of stuff get in touch follow us and guys thanks for listening and we'll see you next time bye bye